0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, August 18, 2011. I'm Caleb Brown. The mortgage interest deduction distorts housing markets, distorts other markets. It contributed to the housing bubble, and it spurs families to take on far more debt than they otherwise would. Mark Calabria, director of the Cato Institute's Financial Regulation Studies, says it's time for that particular subsidy to go away. From the most basic economic perspective, the mortgage interest deduction changes people's behaviors and it changes people's behaviors in ways that are imperceptible um, and changes markets in ways that even they probably don't perceive
1: and, th- and that's fair to say i mean certainly depending on the housing market itself uh, one needs to always be aware that the impact of the mortgage introduction or really any other demand side incentive to buy housing is going to differ. Depending on how easy it is to bring supply onto the market. For instance, you would look in some place like San Francisco where it's very difficult to build, uh, and in a place like that, the value of the mortgage introduction would be almost completely capitalized into the price of the house and is almost a complete win for the seller. And of course, that's a one off. Now, in a market, like, say, Las Vegas or Phoenix, it's going to be more evenly divided between the buyer and the seller. But it is the impact is going to be to raise house prices. Uh, and that's an important consideration to keep in mind, which is, and even the largest proponents of the mortgage interest reduction usually bring the claim that if you get rid of it, you would lower house prices by doing so. And the estimates, you know, across the map, the National Association of Realtors says 15%. The home builders say 5%. Now, of course, some of this is going to be a function of what is the interest rate. In a low interest rate environment, the price effect will be smaller than versus a a high interest rate environment. Uh, But I think it's without a doubt that if we remove the interest mortgage interest deduction, house prices will come down by some small amount. But that's a one-time change. Absolutely, and you know, some of us like myself would say that's maybe a good thing. Uh, Housing is a basic necessity of life. Uh, It's essentially more a consumption item over time than it is an an asset. And so having housing become more affordable, in my opinion, is not a bad thing. Uh, Public policies that are simply geared at running up the price of the basic necessities of life don't really seem
0: like good public policies to me in general. The Bush administration, uh, as late as 2006, George W. Bush was out there waving his hand up there, crowing about the rates of home ownership in the United States. And from a pol- the political calculus seems pretty clear, homeowners vote, and uh, it seems like the, the mortgage interest deduction is a pretty durable uh, part of our tax code
1: it, it very much is and, and i think there's also some misperception i mean i mean clearly uh, homeowners vote in much higher numbers uh, and, and partly because they have something to lose uh, they vote not only in higher numbers in national elections but also local elections and so they're more civically involved now part of that is of course that homeowners tend to be older and older people tend to be more civically involved but they also tend to have a little more wealth so arguably they have something more to lose from the political system so there is a, a, a more involvement in that and also Because homeowners tend to be wealthier, there has been this mistake in... Association that is the homeownership that makes them wealthy rather than being wealthy making you a homeowner. Uh, and so there really was part of the Bush ownership society agenda. And, of course, this started long before Bush. Uh, certainly Clinton had set an objective of raising the homeownership rate. Uh, and it's worth saying that even Herbert Hoover started a campaign to increase the homeownership rate. So this has been something that we've talked about for almost 100 years in terms of making this more in a nation of homeowners. And, of course, it's, it's looked at that there are all sorts of benefits from homeownership that, you know, your, your kids have a higher chance of going to college, a variety of other benefits like that. But of course, it's also important to keep in mind, almost all the studies that have looked at this find that it's a correlation. The homeownership is correlated with uh, these these quote unquote positive outcomes. That, of course, does not prove causality. You know, it's, it's like saying does homeownership make you more responsible or, or is it that more responsible people are more likely to become homeowners? And so it's very hard to tease that out of the data. Uh, and of course, it's also important to keep in mind that most of these studies look at the average effect. And of course, the average homeowner is likely to differ significantly from the marginal homeowner, that person who would not be a homeowner but for these policies. But Which brings me to, I think, an incredibly important point about the mortgage interest reduction, which is the mortgage interest reduction arguably doesn't create any new homeownership. Uh, only about half of people who even are homeowners itemize. And it's important to keep in mind, you can't take the mortgage interest deduction unless you itemize on your taxes. Uh, and almost all of those who do itemize tend to be upper income. So most of the mortgage interest deduction is captured by larger income families who would have owned a home otherwise. Now, there's some evidence to suggest that they buy larger homes or that they buy more expensive homes, that they bid up the price of homeownership, uh, but there's, very, there's no evidence suggesting that the mortgage interest actually increases the homeownership
0: rate. What it does do uh, for homeowners is makes it a lot less expensive to go into six-figure, sometimes seven-figure debt uh, rather than save and buy a home.
1: And it also shifts the balance. I mean, uh, I think there's this perception that, you know, you're supposed to go out and get a big mortgage, it hasn't always been the case. Uh, you know, even, as long ago, even as recently as the 80s, people tended to actually have more equity than debt on their homes. I mean, we're at a situation today where the aggregate debt-to-equity ratio is about 70%, whereas 30 years ago, it was close to 30%. And, and of course, having that change, and it's also important to keep in mind, when our tax code was created, all interest was deductible. So up until the change in 1986, Tax Act, even your credit card interest was deductible. So it was made that change in '86 that the only thing that survived that, and there were attempts actually at that time to get rid of the mortgage instruction as well, uh, you have seen this shift toward mortgage debt. You know, you get a home equity loan a credit instead of putting it on your credit card because you get a lower rate. So you've seen this sort of trend over time that's resulted from the mortgage interest reduction of households becoming more leveraged. And of course, we also know that the amount of equity you have is one of the highest predictors of whether you default on the mortgage or not. So uh, the mortgage interest deduction, the size of the mortgage interest absolutely a contributor to the current foreclosure crisis we've been in.
0: Most politicians want to promote – what? most politicians want to be viewed as responsible for good things that happen. Uh, and this deduction essentially is a transfer – from the economy at large to people who want to have homes to want to own homes.
1: It it simply rewards people who are going to be homeowners otherwise, and of course it rewards people who are very highly likely to vote. Now it does, as you as you touch on, incentivize capital to flow into housing rather than other sources of the economy. And most economists tend to agree that we overinvest in housing in terms of how much of our economy we invest in. Of course, that's one reason why you see wage stagnation, because you're not investing in plant and equipment, which increases productivity, which increases wages. Running up housing prices doesn't really make us any wealthier, doesn't doesn't raise wages. Just makes us feel better. So that's long been a constraint on the economy. Uh, now, of course, it's important to keep in mind. I, I think ultimately what we need to do, and it's you start with the observation that over the last several years, the value of the mortgage interest introduction has been between about 70 billion and almost upwards to 100 billion a year. Now, I think the, the, the best outcome would be to get rid of it in a budget neutral way where we eliminate it but we lower the marginal tax rate, which, of course, is the tax on labor. So if you lower that, you'll get people that work more and you'll actually get more growth in the economy. So I do think that the presence of the mortgage interest deduction has negative macroeconomic effects that are in addition to the negative effects on the housing
0: market. Where are people most likely to take advantage of the mortgage interest deduction and What might be the implications of that?
1: Unsurprisingly, it's those areas of the country where house prices are the highest. So if you took something, you took California, you took New Jersey, New York, and Connecticut, uh, and you added all those together, you're getting close to 90% of the value of the mortgage interest reduction. So even though those homeowners in Oklahoma or Texas might feel like they're benefiting, they're actually getting a very small amount of it. And of course, that is a function, again, from both the income and the size of the housing market, the size of housing prices in those areas.
0: Mark Calabria is director of the Cato Institute's Financial Regulation Studies. Read more of his work at Cato.org.